This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush Therese and KLZ 560. Richard Battle joining us now. And uh, Richard, I don't know if you heard my last uh, segment there, but it ties right into what we're going to talk about now. Good afternoon, John. Thank you for having me. And yes, I did. And you are so correct. And you were spot on in that segment. And I did not. Again, none, none of that was pre-planned <laughs> because you send me things. And, you know, I typically just look at it and say, yep, that goes along with what we're what we're doing this week. That lo- looks like it works out fine. And I will be 100% honest. I did not look at what was going to be coming up prior to you at all. It's just the way things panned out. Well, I think that the difference is in burnout uh, is different than discouragement and the discouragement fatigue that Agreed. we're going to talk about. Agree. And so that to me is interesting. Both of them create similar symptoms. Yes. But I think the solutions are different. And by the way, I agree, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because you know even my old you know my old co-host Dan was kind of asking, okay, what's the difference between the two? And like I said, I do believe one can lead to another if you're not careful. So in you know in either case, we've got to get it you know nipped in the bud, if you would, Richard, so that it doesn't develop into something bigger. Well, absolutely. And I, I let off talking about I'm sick of, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we talked months ago about uh, using the term discouragement fatigue which I've never heard anywhere else, and I, I'm ascribing that as a technical term, even though neither one of us are done. Well, I think, <laughs> let's face it, when you're discouraged, fatigue can set in much faster, and I think even then burnout. So to me, it's kind of a three-step, you know, in that case, it's a three-step process. You get discouraged, you then have fatigue, and then if you're not careful with both of those, it'll turn into burnout when it's all said and done. So again, Along the way, you know, you've got to get that corrected, especially from the discouragement side, because let's face it, Richard, and it doesn't mean that that people that aren't discouraged can't become fatigued and experience burnout. But I think you're going to find that most people that are highly energetic, a lot more positive, they just look at life differently. You know, number one, they're they're less likely to get discouraged and probably less likely to have fatigue and burnout. Well, yes, and, and the one thing I would add to that, even though it's not on our agenda today, is stress. Oh, good point. And stress enhances yes. both of those things. Good point. Good point. All right, so let's get into it. There's a lot going on, and again, I have no means pointing fingers at anybody, Richard. Everybody has their own struggles and different things they go through, you know, myself, yourself included. So, you know, we are by no means immune from any of this discouragement and you know, fatigue and even burnout can affect, I think, anybody at any time. Even even very high achievers can go through bouts of this throughout their lives. So I don't think anybody is immune from this. This is something that all of us, I think, at one time or another will deal with. 
Yes, and so when I started looking at some of the causes for the discouragement, the list went on and on, it seemed like. And yet there are things that can be done to help re-encourage us uh, from the public sector side and get us back, as you asked before, to where we were before and, and even better. All right, so let's get into it. Number one, I guess let me ask you this before we even get into some of these these topics that we're going to talk about or just some of the different things that you've got lined out here. What do you feel are some of the biggest things right now as, as a country that we're facing when it comes to the discouragement side of the fence? Well, and I looked at causes, things that we could do to remedy it, and then I looked at what encouraged. Okay. And to me, that's the best part of the list. But the causes, uh, longest term, has been a moral decline we've yep. had. Yeah, I agree. It's gone on since probably the mid-60s. Some people ascribe it to the Kennedy assassination being the pinnacle of our society and going down since then. Certainly by the protest of the mid to late 60s, I would think that everyone could agree that our civilization and society has gone down. Now, on the good side, only the British Empire and the United States are the only two governments in the world that have not had a change of regime since World War One. So despite all of this, we still are in much better shape than most of the world. Oh, that's a good point. Now, I also know that, you know, just everything that's been happening with, you know, COVID and all the different things that went on there and, you know, some some folks losing their business, losing their job, losing loved ones. I mean, I, I know that all of that combined, and in some cases, by the way, Richard, all of that happened to some people, which, yes, would be very discouraging. Yes, uh, government exceeding their constitutional authority and spending us and our children and grandchildren into oblivion, the protest. Uh, we're funding a proxy war in Russia right yeah, now yeah. and spending money like no one's business with no end in sight, no strategy or anything, and the, the possibility of a World War Three is stressing and discouraging everyone as well. Richard, and really quick on that one, we're spending money we don't have. We're borrowing it. Absolutely. We're borrowing money for everything we do. And the most frustrating to me is we borrow money from China and send welfare to China. Yes. Yeah, and keep in mind, we're borrowing money from China to send welfare back to not only China but the Ukraine. China then's taking that same money that we're borrowing and they're they're you know because we're going to pay that back with interest as you know Richard. They're then going to help fund Russia all at the same time. I mean to me all of this just seems backwards. Yes it is and that particular thing has been going on much longer than the current Very administration. True. Through both parties, I might Very say. true. Very true. All right, keep going. Let's talk about the other things that are causing this, and then we'll get to some of the results as well. Well, we've got our law enforcement, our lax prosecution, the bail reform. I mean, we've got criminals with rap sheets long as your arm that are back out on the streets and continually committing crimes, and yet we've got DAs and jurisdictions that refuse to enforce the law and put these people in jail. So you can't feel safe going into any big city in the country for mm. sure. And so that has people, I think, discouraged as well because we used to be able to feel safe and to go into most cities in the country mm -hmm. a day or night, but not anymore, at mm -hmm. least at the present time. 
No, I, you are you are exactly right. Really quick, too, folks. Uh, somebody just texted me and said we've got snow now up in southeast Wyoming, so it's working its way down into the Denver area. So I just thought to give you all an update of that pretty quickly here. All right, keep going, Richard, on other things that give us discouragement. Well, the snow wasn't on my list, but the weather can be that way. By the way, just as a side note, <laughs> this immigration invasion we've got, which it was is very purposeful. Uh, it gives us health security risk, national security risk, and additional financial security risk. And there's no end in sight of this. And we're going to be paying on all three of those things for many, many years to come unless there is a radical change. Okay. And and by the way, can't disagree with, you know, not that I ever disagree with you anyways, you know, Richard, because we pretty much agree on everything. I don't disagree on any of that, the, the southern border, and, and the fact, I guess I want to add to that, too, the fact that we have just not even lip service, Richard. I mean, we've got an administration right now that won't even go there. They're not even giving it lip service. Nothing at all is happening there. Quite opposite. It's a planned invasion that they're allowing to continue on. Yes, and the opposition leadership in Washington is very quiet. Mm. which ups, upsets me to no end because this should be a nonpartisan issue also. Yeah. Every citizen, regardless of what party you belong to, should want to stop this because it's going to lower our standard of living for us and our children and beyond. Mm. Yeah, and, and again, we're not looking... I, I tend to think all we think about is the immediate, although I know that's not true because this planned invasion, there's individuals out there that I know are looking at that in a long-term fashion, and I think we also need to be doing the exact same thing. Talk about the drug side of the fence as well, because that's the other thing that the border is doing that's not helping us out either, especially when it comes to even the whole you know, uh, discouragement, depression, and all of that. I had a conversation last night with an expert on homelessness, and uh, you know, a, a large, to a large degree, homeless, homelessness is caused by drug abuse and alcohol abuse as well, Richard. Yes, and the drug issue that's coming into the country, first thing is, the cartels controlling the border, they control who comes in. They're charging thousands of dollars for these people to be able to come in without the cartel killing them or refusing them entry. And when you look at these people, most of them are so poor they cannot afford that tariff. And so if they're being allowed to cross without paying the tariff, guess what that means? They're slaves mm. to the cartel. Yeah, good point. So they end up becoming drug mules. Uh, the sex trade, trafficking children, all kinds of other things because those people owe the mm. cartel. And last yep. year they, I saw a guy that got deported, and he was crying his eyes out. And they asked him why, and he said because he had borrowed money from the cartel yeah. to pay to cross the border, and he was scared to death they were going to kill him. Yep, and they probably so, will when it's all said and done, Richard, but, you know. Absolutely. Yep. Once, once somebody's not useful to the cartel, they'll take yep. them out. And so – there's these people going all over the country now are running drugs yep. all over the country now for cartels yep. and the cartels have operational control on the U.S. side of a lot of yep. cities these days That's right. where the, it may not appear that way, but it's growing every day. Sure is. All right. Let's move on to how do we reverse this? How do we get people more encouraged and how do they, in some cases, get out of that, you know, quote unquote, slump they might be in? 
Well, and my predicate always is none of us can do everything, and it's easy to be discouraged, and the government wants us to give up and quit yes, they and do. not pay attention to what's going on. So each of us need to find one thing that really bothers us and apply ourselves to that. Mm. And so if we communicate that we're not going to put up with crime, then hopefully we'll get some response if enough people will communicate that. And that's calling your city council, calling your county government, state government, the feds, just wear them out. Because when they do not hear from citizens, they don't think they need to do anything. And the squeaky wheel does get the grease. True. And so we have to get on them to refund law enforcement. And my neighbors to the east in Austin who are paying the price right now for defunding the police, and they're learning the lesson the hard way. Uh, we need to fund the police and have good law enforcement, DAs, and juries, and put yeah. criminals away. Yep, I fully agree. You've also got in here communicating the message back to government. You kind of touched on that for a moment, but there's so many areas. Now, how do folks do that in a way where their message really gets heard and they're just not a squeaky wheel, Richard? Well, that's a great question. The first thing is you have to be a constituent of the elected official. So if you okay. try to communicate to Mitch McConnell in the he ain't going to do any good. Once good point. You put in your zip code, he doesn't care. Right. And so pick the people you want to communicate with and apply the pressure and get your neighbors to do it. And stop complaining to each other and complain to the people that are elected, whether you voted for them or not. And they need to know that if they don't do something, they're going to pay a penalty. Uh, look at the mayor of Chicago yesterday. Yep. I think she was shocked that in reality she paid for her leadership. Uh, I guarantee you she was shocked. I didn't get to that topic yet, but I'm glad you touched on that. Yeah, Lightfoot was definitely shocked that she did not win. Yes, and we as citizens, we always talk about rights, and people want to make up rights that we don't really have, but no one ever wants to talk about responsibilities, and it goes beyond just voting. So we can donate money, we can work on campaigns, we can phone, we can write letters, we can get other people to do the same thing. It doesn't take a lot of people to act to get action. Mm, good point, good point. And, uh, and again, uh, I think really quick, just the fact that Lightfoot is no longer the mayor, and last I checked, I think there may be a runoff there, so I'm not sure exactly who the mayor is going to be, but just the simple fact that she no longer is says a lot, and says a lot, Richard, about how you can still make changes. Yes, and so I want to have a list of what will show and encourage us. And to me, most of this stuff's happened in the last couple of years. Mm. We as a people will be encouraged when taxes are lower. Government is not in our life every day mm. like it used to be. The border's secure. We return safety to communities through law enforcement. We restore the admiration for America's heroes. Mm -hmm. uh, the war and threat of additional war diminishes, and we have a spiritual revival and a focus on God's provision versus government. Mm -hmm. And we saw some of that in Asbury the last couple of weeks. We sure did. We sure did. Which, again, encouragement, that alone should be a huge encouragement right there. And I think, you know, again, as some of the things I talked about earlier, Richard, I think the one thing we have to do, especially in the political realm, is not get so 
so ultimate focused on one little thing that we forget the big picture and we look at the blessings that we still have. And even as bad as things get, I'm, I'm still going to say this is the best country on planet Earth. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, and I'm going to do my best to make sure we keep it that way. Well, you're exactly correct, and we've been gifted this blessing to be here by, as we've talked about, millions of people that we've known and unknown, and we stand on their shoulders, and we have to broaden our shoulders so that our kids and grandkids can stand on Mm -hmm. them and be free people, and if we don't set an example of behavior of being citizens and participating and fighting back the way we can then our children are going to think there's nothing they can do mm. to retain their freedom either. Richard, again, you got some great books out. How do folks find you? My website's richardbattle.com. They can email me, richard at richardbattle.com. All books signed there, Amazon, other bookstores, Kindle, and audio books available as well. Richard, it's always a joy having you. And again, it's amazing we ended up with this particular topic, <laughs> not knowing ahead of time what I was going to do in that last hour. So I appreciate you very much. Well, we appreciate the opportunity to be with you. And as we always say, God bless America. God bless you, Richard. Thank you very much. Appreciate him uh, ever, ever so much. I mean that sincerely. He's turned out to be a great friend of ours on the, on the program here and a great friend of mine as well. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart. And one message I want to make sure I get out about Dave as well is, yes, he wants to extend the life of your roof, save you money on your current roof. But I will also tell you, if you need a roof, Dave can take care of that for you. He can meet with the adjuster. He can handle things on the insurance side. He can walk you through the entire process. Don't forget, Dave does entire roofs as well, commercial or residential. 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, Kurt is your guy. He is my personal mortgage broker, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. 3-to-1 buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. 
If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Premier Home Remodels, anything you need when it comes to remodeling things around the house, that is the company for you. Premier Home Remodels, 720-619-8773. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodel shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288. 888-679-0288. Or visit klzradio.com remodel. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Got a few minutes here before our next guest, and I'll just recap the Lightfoot situation. The Chicago mayor, who is the only, one of the few mayors of Chicago, by the way, that did not win re-election. In fact, I think the last one that did not win re-election was all the way back in 1983. So this is an anomaly for somebody in Chicago like her to not win re-election and have more terms. Uh, there are two, uh, there's runoff between two people right now, Paul Vallis, Vallis, make sure I say that correctly, Vallis, V-A-L-L-A-S, and Brandon Johnson. And the only thing I know about either one of them is from some of the folks that we have interviewed here on Rush to Reason, and I will tell you just from the little bit that I know, Vallis, I think, is a better choice than Johnson. Johnson's a guy that wants to, even though he doesn't say it publicly, is a defund the police kind of a guy. Uh, The teachers' unions, by the way, both have invested money into both of these individuals, by the way, to get either one of them elected. We talked about that with another guest at one time because the teachers' unions did not like Lightfoot, even though she's soft on crime, and basically there's been an explosion of crime in Chicago, Avalis, he is a former school's CEO backed by the police union. And Johnson is a Cook County commissioner endorsed by the Chicago Teachers Union. So, again, Vallis is more on the police union side. Johnson is on the uh, Chicago Teachers Union side. And, again, I am not an expert in Chicago politics. But what I will say coming out of that is, you know, sometimes there is hope. Now, These are both still Democrats, not saying they're going to be a lot better than Lightfoot, but frankly, I think anybody would be better than Lightfoot. So just as a side note, that's kind of where things are at right now in Chicago. And yes, I am by no means an expert when it comes to Chicago politics. Don't want to be, don't want to live in Chicago. I've never wanted to live in Chicago. I'm not going to live in Chicago, uh, but Lightfoot has been pretty much ousted, if you would, as far as that goes. John and Cheyenne, i got a few minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, Charlie told me to be quick. I'm sorry. Um, When you were talking about all this getting away from it all, the biggest thing that I love to do is disconnect from the world. 
Yes. In other words, no devices, no nothing. I don't know. When you go up to the mountains on the weekend, do you turn everything off? I don't because I have too many obligations going on even over the weekend. So the only time I really get a chance to do that is if I'm you yeah. know, on vacation out of the you know, range of, of things, if you would, to where it's, you know, it would be hard for me to yeah. just, you know, hop back into the, the realm of things. And I'm still one of those guys on a vacation where I will still, you know, check my inbox, get rid of things, do different things, but I do it on my time, not somebody else's time. So I still disconnect on vacation. I have to. Yeah. That's what I love about backpacking. You hit that, you know, a couple miles in, you lose yeah. all the cell service, you got nothing. And, what I usually do is download a book onto my phone so I don't have to carry an extra thing. Good and, idea. You know, just so in yep. the evening if you want to read or something. Great but idea. But the other thing is you heard how the voters in Chicago got rid of, uh, what's her name? Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Did you hear how? No, how? They all got together and said Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> good one, John. Good one. I'll leave it at that. That's a good answer. A good Appreciate one. you, man. Thanks, John. All right, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor, wants to take care of you and everything you've got going on when it comes to reverse mortgage, just questions of even, 303-467-7821. There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com slash reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who I saw Al earlier, as I do from t- typically on Wednesdays. Anything you need when it comes to your future finances, talk to Al today, 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement by understanding what you're going to spend your time doing. Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you by tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you. Have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128. 303 303- 744-1128 or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. All right, Geno's Auto Service, make sure that your vehicle is in tip-top condition and Geno's can help you with that, especially as we head into these spring months now. 303-794-6700. 
Take advantage of Gino's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an Alignment and Tire Rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Gino's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's $99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Greg Merced joining us now. Greg, welcome. How are you? Hey, John. Doing well. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. I appreciate you joining us. I talked a little bit about parenting in our first hour, so you're going to dovetail into some of the things that, that I talked about. You are a father of six. You're a family money counselor. So talk to us about, you know, number one, there's all sorts of different parenting trends that come and go and so on. And one of the trends that that I personally don't understand why parents don't do more of, and maybe it's because they don't know it themselves, but we don't teach, I say we, society, because I taught my kids, but society doesn't teach their kids about money, do they? No. I always say, you know, after you teach your kids not to steal and beat people up, you should teach them about money. Yeah. Because they're going to have to do it. Like, you use it every single day. That, that skill set is super critical, and we're totally missing the boat. And, and I know also, even on the school side of the fence, and Greg, I don't know how you are, how old you are, but I'm 58, and when I was a, a youngster in, in you know, junior high, high school, you know, we, we had to learn how to handle a check register, balance a checkbook, things along those lines, how to write a check even. Now, I know that, you know, checks don't get written much anymore, so I get the fact that maybe you don't need to teach someone how to write one, although I think they still should because I think that's a basic thing that everyone should know to do. But just knowing how to balance a checkbook, how many young people are taught that now? Nobody. And, and I, boy, you're getting old. I mean, come on, check. Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> and I still write some, Greg. <laughs> I, I'm not far behind you. Only, I only write a couple a year to the IRS and I get mad. So here's the deal. We have to change the way that we teach kids about money because the nature of money has changed. We don't carry around a big wad of money in our pockets or our purses anymore. We usually have a card and if we don't, we sometimes don't even have a card. We tap our phone and yeah. boom, something yeah. happens and, yeah. you know, you pay for it. Good point. So we have to use that as the teaching criteria, right? And so teach them what I call invisible money by teaching them using technology. You got to do it because that's where it's, we're already there, but it's just going to happen more so in the future. When it comes to, and again, I don't disagree with that. I think given the fact that's what's there, that's what they have to use, it's what they're going to be using, they need to understand that. On the same token, I'm a guy where, and I know this is a hard one, but I'm still a guy that I think kids also need to understand what cash is and how it gets used. Yeah, I mean, they they need to know the very, very basics, right? A nickel equals five cents, Correct. quarter's 25, and a dollar bill's a dollar. Got it. They can learn that in five minutes when they're five years old. And once they get that done, 
All right, let's move on to the, the real world where it's uh, tap and go or swipe and go and starting to learn all of that stuff. I mean, that's really, the, the, those are the skill sets that they need to learn because money is just numbers on a screen now. Right. If you really think about well, it. Well, and that was good. Thank you. You dovetailed into my next question. How do you get them to understand the real value of what those dollars are, given that most of them will never, I mean, yeah, they see cash here and there, but some, let's face it, some families, cash is, you know, I'm one of those, again, I'm an old school guy. I still carry cash around. I'm, I'm that weirdo that still has it at all times. Golly. Not everybody else is like old me. Old weird, this is crazy. I know, but, you know, in some, <laughs> in some families never see cash. So some of these kids may not, I mean, I, maybe I'm exaggerating, but they'll not have a lot of experience with actual paper money. No, you're absolutely right. So here's how you do it. What you do is, of course, you use uh, like an app like ours or something to teach you how that money came to be, i.e. chores, doing stuff, work. And once you can teach them that, holy smokes, I swiped my card, the numbers went down, and Mm. I had to scoop up dog poop and clean my mom's van out, like there, that is the light bulb moment, right? That's when they'll start understanding the value of money. They got to know how it comes in, and they got to know how it comes out. And the way you do that is let them do it. Kids learn best by doing this stuff. True. And if they can do it, they'll learn it. No, that you know what you you are you are hundred percent correct. And again, my kids were you know my youngest is almost now thirty two, but so you can imagine we didn't quite have the digital world like we do now. They were starting <laughs> to enter into it at that age, but it's not what it is today. So in my world, Greg, we had to do it with you know real dollars and savings accounts and things along yeah. those lines. But the same principle applies. It's no different. Yeah, the principles are really the same. It's just the medium in which we do it, right? Used to be old school, right? Piggy banks, jars, right. envelopes, and now we've kind now it's of Venmo. morphed into digital. Yeah, now exactly right. Now it's Venmo and, and digital apps that teach you how to manage money that you never touch. It's amazing, actually. Um, but but that's where we're at. Okay, you mentioned a moment ago an app, and I guess I've got questions along those lines because I'm not familiar with the app. But talk about that for a moment. Okay, the app we have, it's called Busy Kid. We, we say get kids busy learning how to manage money. Okay. And that literally what it is is the platform to give your kids chores so they can earn some money or you can send them a bonus. And then that money, when it comes into our app, we do this magic where we divide it into three big buckets, the save invest bucket, the share bucket, and I then see the that. spend. I see and that. So they can learn how to... Uh, save and invest their money. They can learn how to donate it, and they can learn how to put it on their a card and go spend like the rest of us. And so this gives them the practical, like you know, experience, so that they can learn how money comes in and comes out. And dumb question, but I'm sure other people have the same one: Is it real money, real dollars that you're using? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Real money, real dollars. Okay. We connect the parents' bank account to our app and. You send your kid a $40 bonus because they hit a home run at the ballpark yesterday, and you, that's what you told them you'd do. <laughs> okay. 40 bucks comes into our app, and we divide it out into those three buckets. Now, all of a sudden, they got some money. They can do something with it. They can literally learn how to invest in stocks, which I think is an amazing thing. They can learn how to donate to charities, and they can learn how to put money on their own card and yeah, I was just going to ask you that next. So talk talk about the Busy Kid Visa spend card. 
So this is literally empowering a kid to go out and do what we all do. And they get to buy stuff and learn just by swiping and, and making that happen. And so, you know, that scooter that they just couldn't live without, mm-hmm. that they worked for now, you've had them work and earn the money, great, go to the store, buy it online, and then all of a sudden, you know what's going to happen? He's going to bring it inside the garage and hang it up at night instead of leaving it out on the driveway. True. <laughs> True. Imagine that. Well, because they understand the value of now, right? Bingo. That's exactly right. If you had to work for it and you had to kind of bust it out and earn the money to mm-hmm. get that, and then you use your own car to do it, you got the full circle learning right there. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. They learn the value, and now they're not going to leave it out, and you're going to run it over on your way to work tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> not that I've done that or anything. Oh, no. I think we've all come, you either come close or we have done that. So here's a question for you, <laughs> exactly. Greg, is you're, what you're really doing, and, and not taking words out of your mouth, but what you're really doing is teaching lifelong skills to kids at an early age that will benefit them. Like I said a moment ago, their lifelong skills are going to benefit them forever. Yes. So here's exactly how we designed BusyKid. We did it like, I'm a certified financial planner. I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about this stuff. This is, this is the real life world, okay? Us as adults, we go to work, we earn some money. Well, what do we do with that money? Well, we usually put some money in an investment, like a 401k. Okay, great. And we take a little bit of that money and we share, usually with church or charity or something we care right. about. Great, that's the share. And then we spend the rest and we usually do it electronically on, on a card. Bingo. We're, it's like a little mini ecosystem of reality uh, that we've created for a kid. So when they hit reality, they're not like, wait, what the heck is going on here? And I don't know, I don't know what's, you know, I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes. Mm. I think making mistakes is fine, but wouldn't we rather them do that when they're, you know, 11 or 14 yes. than if they're 40? Yes. Yes, by all means, we <laughs> I think sure that's would. That's the better way to do it. Yes, I also see on the website that there's a testimonial from Mr. Wonderful Kevin O'Leary, Shark Tank. Did you guys go on Shark Tank? How, how did all that work, and how did that come about? I should say we we didn't go on Shark Tank, but we asked him to endorse us, and he, as you can tell, he likes the idea. He did, and that makes total sense, right? He's all about money and yep. being smart with it, and so that's what we are. We try to make people smarter with their money. Um, and the next generation needs it more than ever. You look at the world we live in, and we have record debt everywhere yes. you look. Yes. National debt, student loan debt, consumer yeah. debt. It's crazy. So yeah. we've got to do something. I'm guessing as well that this, and that was going to be kind of my last question on the student debt side of the fence. I'm guessing because you're teaching these kids early on what money actually is, what it does, how they need to be accountable for it, and so on. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. If more kids knew all that going into some of this student student debt that they incur, maybe they wouldn't incur so much debt. Yeah, maybe they'd be smarter with it and say, holy smokes, why don't I just go to this junior college and I can spend half the amount of money for the first two years right. and not pile it on to, to, you know, to kingdom right. come. Right. So absolutely. It's an amazing thing. Like I, You mentioned at the beginning that I had six kids. Now, five of them have left the nest. Every one of them have left the nest with more than ten grand saved up, which nice. I think is a ton of money. That's huge. And that's not because I'm paying them 200 bucks to clean the van. You know what right. I mean? Right. It's just that they understand it. And once they understand it, watch out. They're going to be smarter. And the money will multiply as they get smarter with it. That's how it works. 
Exactly. Exactly right. Greg Merced, appreciate it very Fun much. Stuff. What's And I should have said this earlier. I apologize. I've got it in front of me, but I'll let you explain how do folks find you. Oh, it's no big deal. It's busykid.com. Get your kids busy doing something that actually matters. There you go, folks. Busykid.com. For a lot of you listening, I know you'll go there. And, uh, Greg, anything else new comes up you want to share, please let us know. I'll get you right back on. Okay. Thanks, John. Good stuff, Greg. Appreciate it very much. High Five Plumbing is next. And, again, put this number down. Be smart when it comes to your services around your house, your plumbing, your HVAC. In fact, I'm going to do this this way. I'm going to combine both of these, uh, you, whether it's HVAC or plumbing. Uh, of course, we've got Hi-Fi Plumbing to handle everything on the plumbing side. And by the way, these two companies work together. So Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, Hi-Fi Plumbing, they work together because Hi-Fi doesn't do HVAC and electrical, and Absolute Electrical Heating and Air doesn't do plumbing. So they work back and forth on things where you might have a project that both things need done. These are both companies you need to call, Hi-Fi Plumbing and Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Find them both at klzradio.com. You know a repair won't be cost-effective in the long run. It's just another Band-Aid to defer replacing your water heater. Make the investment in a tank or tankless water heater with High Five Plumbing now. Standing behind their work with a two-year parts and labor warranty, High Five will accept nothing less than service that ends with a high five. Working with the experts to find a long-term solution not only saves you on repairs, it saves you needless stress and anxiety anticipating the next repair. As your unit gets older, you face potential water damage, loss of hot water, and increased utility and repair bills. Work with plumbers who earn your approval with transparency, excellence, communication, and above and beyond service. Mention KLZ for your wave service fee and limited time offer of $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family. With a culture of service, excellence, and growth, Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Colorado, ColoradoHeritage.org, that is Colorado Heritage Education School System, CHESS for short. They want to come, come alongside homeschoolers. They've got brick and mortar as well to help in that area also. So if there's things that you can't teach, they can for you. ColoradoHeritage.org. Whether you're a homeschooling family in northern Colorado or you are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, Colorado Heritage Education School System, CHESS, has over 30 years of experience coming alongside homeschooling families. CHESS offers a variety of classes from K-12 through to supplement your home curriculum, all of which are taught from a conservative, biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage respects your conservative Christian values and stands against the woke agenda being pushed in government-run schools. 
Chess teachers are dedicated, committed Christians who are also homeschooling veterans. We care about your student and their academic success, as well as their spiritual growth. Our diploma program for high school students helps prepare students for college, trade schools, and for life. Chess offers scholarships to qualifying families. If you are tired of the public school system's agenda, join Chess, where you can use your freedom to direct and control and customize your child's education. Visit ColoradoHeritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, next topic. I wanted to cover this for a few minutes because Joe from Jersey has talked about this many times. And this is an article now in Fox News. Senator Ted Cruz calls Biden's FAA nominee unqualified. Says the White House is playing politics with safety. Now, as a refresher... The Biden FAA nominee is our very own Mr. Washington, who runs DIA. Okay, so make sure that I get that correct. That you all get this correct. The Biden FAA nominee, so the person that would be in charge of the Federal Aviation Administration, get all the A's in there, is our very own Phil Washington that runs DIA, who, by the way, sort of fell into that position again because he checks all the boxes and really didn't have the past experience to even run the airport. He's got zero experience when it comes to aviation in general, and he is absolutely unqualified to run the FAA. By the way, has nothing to do with skin color. I would say this if he was if he was white, if he was Spanish, if he was Asian, if he came from Timbuktu, from Mars. I don't care. He has no qualifications other than running DIA, which, by the way, that's a disaster in and of itself. He has no qualifications to be FAA administrator at all. Furthermore, I'll get on my soapbox for a minute. He can't run DIA. We, In my opinion, I'd have to go look at the records, but I would venture to guess just from from memory, he's had more snow shutdowns as DIA's leader than we've ever had in the past uh, with any other leader, you know, in, in, a, in a winter's time frame. It seems like every time we get just even a half inch to an inch of snow, that airport is delayed or shut down. Why is that? 
And as somebody that's in the snow removal industry myself, there is no excuse for that at Denver International Airport. None at all. That is a dismal failure. And this is the guy we want to put in charge of the FAA? Are we kidding ourselves? So, yes, Senator Ted Cruz is a thousand percent correct in saying this guy is not qualified. Craig, you're up. Go ahead. Hey, John, I've been away from the radio for a little while, but you were talking about Lori Lightfoot's dismissal as mayor of Chicago. Uh, she will no longer be mayor of Chicago. And you you talked about the two candidates, one of them being both of them having uh, relations with the school uh, board. Uh, Johnson right? more so than Vallis. Right. Now, Vallis is backed by the police union. By the union. police union, correct. Okay, now, I, I think we know why Lightfoot is gone, because she did a horrible job. The crime, her, 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 yeah, her issue, you, you, know, you know this as well as I, her issue on the crime side is, is just terrible. So, you know, we saw the same thing in New York. Uh, under de Blasio, things were horrible. Eric Adams uh, ran for mayor, got elected as mayor, having been a former New York police officer. Unfortunately, I think he, he gave everybody the shaft and, and fooled everybody. I don't think the crime in New York has gotten any better than it was under de Blasio. So, you know, we'd like to be optimistic and think this Vallis guy being backed by the police unions would be a law and order candidate for mayor for Chicago. But we, we can't be certain. Anytime no. you have a, a, a D, a Democrat, yes. in front of your name yes. when you're running for political office. You're correct. I don't... I don't think change, things are going to change that much. But we also know in these Democrat-run cities that if you had an R in front of your name, you'd never get elected. No, you're not, you're not going to get elected, to your point. Now, and again, I said this earlier, and I am not an expert on Chicago politics at all. But just from what I've read, Vallis, and, and he's actually, he actually had a little bit higher of the vote anyways, uh, I think personally if I had to be in Chicago and vote, I would vote for Vallis over Johnson. Now— Looking at how that broke down on this runoff, he had like 34 percent, if, if I remember correctly, when I glanced at it. I think it. that's right. The, the person that he's running against Johnson. had about 17 percent. And the rest of them and didn't then, qualify to even be there, so it really ended up being those two. Yeah, but Lightfoot still retained, I want to say, around 13, 14 percent. Yeah, there's still so, enough dummies that vote, Craig. You know that as well as I. But but what's scary here is the fact that, okay, Vallis is obviously the candidate people would want for, for law and order, if that's what he st- says he stands for. But then if you combine, okay, let's say the people that backed Lightfoot decide to join ranks with Vallis's, uh opponent. Right there, you've got a too close to See, call. I don't rate. think they will, though, Craig, because Lightfoot, and I didn't know this until interviewing somebody a couple of weeks ago, Lightfoot was also against the teachers' unions. So the fact that one is being backed more by the teachers' union than the other would probably mean those Lightfoot folks would go to Vallis. Well, yeah. Most likely. Of course, but, but you know, the problems we've had with teachers' unions in this country. And, and the curriculum and, and things like oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, no, no you, I get what, what I'm saying, though, is Lightfoot was against them and fought them, which, to her credit, was one of the probably good things that she did. Uh, she did actually fight them. They had some walkouts and so on, and she fought against a lot of those things as well. She was soft on crime, but she also fought with the teachers' union. So, again, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not in Chicago. I don't know the whole political 
the political scene there. But but if I were looking at it from the outside in, which I am, if she was against the unions, Vallis is really not in with the unions. I mean, how much in bed with them is he or isn't he? I will tell you this. He is not endorsed by the teachers unions where Johnson is, and they've given him a lot of money. So bottom line, I think a lot of those folks would move over to Vallis, not Johnson. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I hope so. But again, you know, Eric Adams, for all, for all the talk about, you know, law and order, sure haven't seen it in New York. And that, so these guys that come in with that being one of their campaign promises, and then they fail to, you know, come deliver, come, forth, come forward with or deliver, right? right. Then you're like, you know, this slip service, I, you know, and, you know, we, we briefly have talked about, you know, the, the people running for mayor of Denver, and you've got a lot of people that, you know, kind of are, you know, less than desirable, but oh, they're yes. going to attempt to run. Yes. But again, we're, we're, in, we're in a blue state and a blue city. Um, I yeah, and a Republican you know, doesn't, and I gotta, I'll let you go at that, Craig. Yeah, a Republican has no chance of winning Denver mayoral race any more than they have of winning the Chicago mayoral race. Now, again, I, I will do my best to try to get somebody on as this runoff takes place, and I'm sure I'll be getting press releases along those lines of people that can come on and talk about that in a more expert manner than I have. So I will be watching for that and get somebody on as soon as I can. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger. Again, he is my personal insurance agent. Have him be yours as well. Anything you need, talk to Paul, 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down, and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan, and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. We're about done with this hour, and we got another full hour coming your way, of course, as well. In fact, let me look ahead here. I should memorize this by now. I think we actually got a, a General Motors representative. Joe McLean's going to be joining us. He is uh, in charge of or an engineer for automated driving systems, and they've been going around teaching firefighters and emergency services how to deal with EVs, with electric vehicles. So we'll be talking to Joe here in just a few minutes. So hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. Hour number three is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.
KLZ AM and FM. Full power, front range coverage on AM 560. In the Denver Metro, KLZ FM 100.7 and KLZ AM HD Denver. This is News Politics.